passion and pageantry of college football lives here. This is the Paul Feinbaum Show, our one podcast. This might be college football heaven. Welcome back to the uh, second hour of our show, and it has been dominated by uh, a topic that has been dominating this show for a long time, but probably not much longer. Jim Harbaugh has left. He's on his way to L.A., and John U. Bacon, what in the world is he going to talk about? Uh, The great author and historian, uh, John, great to see you, and uh, well... It finally happened. Uh, how are you doing? It's kind of like a, a porcupine's in a room, and then a balloon comes in, and what's going to happen here, right? So sure enough, after three years of flirting with the NFL, Harbaugh is off to uh, LA, of course. I keep on wanting to call them the San Diego Chargers, Paul. I guess they're not the Baltimore Colts anymore either, so i got to oh. catch up. But uh, I'm doing okay. The Michigan fan base is, of course, flipping out a little bit, but not without reason. Yeah, and, and I, 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 to me, it's complicated. There, there, there has to be mixed feelings on both sides, uh, but uh, I'm, I, I'm glad he's gone. He's got a good job. That's where he wanted to go. Uh, but tell us about where Michigan is right now and what, what are they contemplating? Well, Michigan, that part of things is relatively simple, I would say. And the simple part is that Sharon Moore is the obvious heir apparent. He obviously filled in four games last year, beat Penn State, beat Ohio State with Harbaugh's team, granted. Uh, liked and respected by everybody in the building, I'm sure. Ward Manuel likes him and Jim Harbaugh likes him, perhaps the only thing they ever agreed on. Uh, so that's going to be almost a no-brainer. They're asking for a waiver right now to expedite the process to hire him. So there will be no national search. This is going to happen in about two or three nanoseconds. In that case, any new coach is always a risk, as we know. But bringing a guy from the outside is a risk, but so is bringing a guy with no experience. In this case, you're betting that the culture that they've created here, the winning culture and so on, and the staff they have together is worth keeping together. The odds of doing those two things are both much better with Sharon Moore than an outsider. So that part is relatively simple. I want you to explain something because, uh, you know, we just saw through watching Alabama uh, go crazy with, without Saban. So many players left, but, you know, they were enrolled. But it's a little bit different at Michigan, I'm told, because the, the semester has started. So therefore, it's not as, as easy for a player to bail out, even though the portal is open. Oh, yeah. Michigan gets out in late April. So they start a week after, a few days after uh, January 1st. So these guys are already one quarter into their semester. So they're probably not going anywhere. So in that sense, I guess the academics kind of uh, nail you down. They're probably more likely to keep uh, their strength coach, Herbert, as well, as well as some of the staffers. But I would guess Jesse Minter, the star defensive coordinator, Jay Harbaugh, Jim's son, uh, will be going as well. Now that it's finally happened, uh, we kept hearing that they were trying to keep him, all these clauses that you have uh, written and, and talked about. Uh, how legitimate do you think that was, uh, knowing that he would be getting an offer from the NFL? Right. Well, a few ways to break it down, and you're right, it's not simple. Um, one, I would say, um, look, I mean, Harbaugh's always had an eye on the NFL. He told Jim Hackett that when he took the job in 2014, Jim Hackett being the previous athletic director. So this is not new. As far as that goes, that's possible. Two, Ward Manuel, as we have talked about before, could have fired Jim pretty easily at two and four after the 2020 season. Not much pushback there. But then where it gets complicated is uh, Ward had two years to re-sign Harbaugh after they cut his pay in half in 2020 
after Harbaugh wins a Big Ten title. Two years, man. Nobody in the SEC waits two years. Ohio State does not wait two years. Not USC, not Oregon. So that part's silly. Clearly, he's dragging his feet at that point. As far as the clauses go, one of the things that Harbaugh asked for is not really immunity from the NCAA, but immunity from his athletic director. He didn't trust him to make the judgment on, is it a cheeseburger or is it Seingate or is it something else? So he asked for a three-person panel to adjudicate uh, those decisions. That is clearly a sign you do not trust your athletic director. Look, Paul, I don't care how they spin it. These two guys hate each other. And at most other schools, you probably pick the football coach. So that's what happened here. I just added word manual to my Christmas card list uh, after you said that. Uh, <laughs> you might not be alone. <laughs> John, I, I want to uh, get some thoughts. Uh, first of all, the schedule next year is absurd. Uh, Texas is in the, in the first two weeks of the year. The game is at Columbus. Um, but I wanted to ask you about how folks in Michigan are, are responding to what everyone thought was, a, was dead man walking, and that's Ryan Day. And, and I, I don't know how they're doing it. I'm sure legally, of course, but uh, they have had quite a haul here in the portal. I recall a study, by the way, nothing inspires a rival more than his rival's success. And you watch, Ohio State is going to be built for, for Bear, man, ready for Bear the next few years. They've loaded the money cannon. They're getting all the players they want already, let alone the long-term recruiting. They already recruited quite well. They already recruited better than Michigan. So... That is going to be one heck of a game. J.J. McCarthy is gone, the Michigan's quarterback. This is not Ohio State and Alabama teams that can win a national title with a Thurston quarterback. There is no heir apparent here. So, honestly, looking at the schedule, looking at what they have coming back, looking at Ohio State, looking at Oregon, Washington, these teams coming in, eight and four might be entirely reasonable next season, and that's quite a come down for a national title team. It was also one reason why Jim Harbaugh was so eager to get out, because with, with, the, uh, with the NCAA investigation, uh, that was going to be a problem. Let, let, me, let me end there, uh, because they're dual investigations. Without Harbaugh being on staff, does it mitigate uh, or does it lessen the NCAA zeal to, uh, to do very much in, the, in these two cases? Look, logically and rationally, I believe you have a law degree. It probably shouldn't, but I don't think that the NCAA and Jim Harbaugh have any love lost between them. So my guess is it might get uh, more soft-pedaled than it would have been before, but who knows? I don't think it's going to do much long-term. I really don't. Who knows? Well, I don't know what they have, to be honest. So we'll see about that. But I don't see Sharon Moore being the lightning rod that Jim Harbaugh could have been with the NCAA. If anything, it'll be softened, not not, not hardened. So, and finally, John, I saved this for the end because you are uh, a New York Times best-selling author. You, you've taught, you've, you've written histories. Uh, it's a little hard to say now because he just won a championship two weeks ago, and, and everyone loves the winner. But, but as we move throughout history, uh, how do you think the Harbaugh years are going to be remembered? Hmm, that's a great question. We have no perspective yet, but I will say two different ways. Uh, one by Michigan fans and one by everybody else. Uh, everybody else, the cheater tag, no matter what they find, is probably going to be stuck to him forever, fairly or not. Uh, that will probably resonate through the years. Um, certainly a lightning rod uh, and obviously a controversial figure nationwide. Internally, I would say nothing but hosannas for Harbaugh locally. Um, with, with, and locally, I mean alumni and all that nationwide. Uh, look, he delivered what he promised. Uh, the team was five and seven when he took over. It was a shambles for seven or eight years there. 
and won three Big Ten titles, beat the Buckeyes, good Buckeye teams, and won a national title. And that has not happened in 26 years. Before that, 50 years. Again, it's not Alabama. They don't do this every third year. So if nothing else happens for five years, I bet the hangover from this one will last plenty long enough for Michigan fans. That said, Paul, I got to tell you, look at the whole thing. Only Michigan can do the hard thing well, win a national title, and do the easy thing, keeping your coach poorly. That's Michigan. Well, that's why we love them so much. John, always good to have you on. Uh, thank you very, very much. John U. Bacon joining us here, the best-selling uh, author and historian and Michigan expert. Uh, we will take a break. We have a lot more to unpack. We'll head down to Baton Rouge a little bit later to get ready for the biggest women's game of the year and back with more after this. Is your schedule too packed to see a doctor about your erectile dysfunction? Well, with Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. They're changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and entirely online. Just answer a series of questions and a medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you free. No insurance needed. So what are you waiting for? Join the hundreds of thousands of trusted HIMSS subscribers and get treated. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash Paul. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash Paul for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash Paul. Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies on product and subscription plan. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. On a Thursday afternoon, we've uh, had quite a bit uh, already on the program. Let's get some more calls in here. And Susie is up next in Georgia. Good afternoon, Paul. How are you today? Very well. Thank you, Susie. I'm just getting ready. I've got my Paul Feinbaum mug, making myself a bourbon mule to enjoy like the rest of the show. Sure. Um, yeah, I'll have a double, a little, Randy. Okay. <laughs> what is your bourbon preference? What's Randy's bourbon preference? Uh, Randy, what is yours since I don't drink bourbon? <laughs> oh. Buffalo what? Trace. Buffalo Trace? What's the one I always see on planes people drinking? Uh, it's a big name. Like, uh, yeah. Has Randy been to Buffalo Wood, Trace? Woodford. I always hear somebody like next to me ordering oh, that. Oh, yeah, Woodford Reserve. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's fine, Randy. I'm always tempted to do um, that, so and then I, again, I don't has really Randy drink. Has Randy been but, to, has he been to Buffalo Trace? No. And visited? It's it's fabulous. I've been five times. Joe and I have been. It's it's great. Good bourbon. I've too. heard of Knob okay, Creek, too. Okay, that's I called, though. 
Is that a good oh, one? Oh, yeah. I haven't tried that. Okay. I, I remember somebody I when I was in uh, Kentucky recently was telling me about that. We were, we were at some uh, restaurant yeah, that, that it was, it was known for, to be the bourbon uh, capital of all restaurants. Oh, I need to know that restaurant because Joe and I are going to yeah, we were in, uh, This was Kentucky. in Lexington. We were, uh, we were there oh, twice well, this year. Hebrea, Kentucky is near Lexington. I need to know the name of that. Lexington's a really um, cool town. It is. That, well, that's where Joe and I meet. It's kind of like halfway oh, okay. from him in Michigan. In me. Does Joe know um, that you're, uh, you're a regular here? Oh, yes. And okay. he, he used to say, oh, and then now he's like, I think you should call Paul and ask him this. Okay. <laughs> I just, don't, I, I just never want to get there. in the middle of some relationship when, 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 when the, you go meet your friend and yeah. next thing you know, you, you hear, you, he hears you talking to Paul. I don't, I don't want to be at the <laughs> answer my door one day yeah, and, and it's Joe. Yeah, and I've got Joe. my picture with Paul and i got yeah. my mug with Paul right. and I have my Paul socks. Yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, I'm not uh, like some of my, my colleagues. I, I don't. I don't have a. Uh, I'm not like Steve and A. I don't have an entourage around me. I, Randy and I walk alone. Oh well, you walk. You walk well alone, both of you. Um, I want to get just a little dig into Iman because I know he he was looking forward to that basketball yeah. game last he, night. He, he guaranteed it. Yes, and so now he's got something else to come and have his stone heart talk about Alabama. Because um, they beat him. Sorry, I'm in. Um, before I let you go, I want to give a shout out because a lot of times some of my students and students I'm subbing, they watch you and their families. So, um, Landon, Burton, Carter, um, if you're all listening, I want to say hi to you guys. They're fifth grade and seventh grade, and oh, they wow. really enjoy your show. Yeah, and they love they love it when they see me and say, I heard you, I heard you. Um, have you watched any Tennessee basketball, Paul? Yes. I'm trying to remember what game I, I saw one recently. Um, it, was it the Alabama? Yeah, Al I saw them play Alabama. They were really good. They're, that connect mm -hmm. is, is something else. The player, I think they got him. His last name is Connect and Ziegler. They're fun to watch. Uh, the last I saw, they were fifth. They're ranked fifth. Sorry, I man. Yeah, I mean, right they now they look like the best team in the SEC. Yes. Exciting, exciting. All right, well, I'll let other kids. It's good to hear your voice. I'm okay. glad you're having a good day. Hi to Randy, Daniel. I talked to Luke today. You've just got mighty fine people working thank you, for you. Thank Paul you, Susie. Uh, thank you. By the way, we have quite a. Uh, we got Luke on this show. We got Paul. We just need Matthew. We used to have Mark. And and John. I mean, we got. I mean, where, where's Joe Osteen when you when you need a. A shout out. GW is in Austin. Hello, GW. Hello, Paul. First time caller. That's great. Good to hear from you. All right. Uh, you know that if it wasn't for the volunteers, uh, it'd be Mexico A&M and University of Mexico at Austin. Uh, that is right. That is correct. I was just calling to find out what the uh, schedule is for breaking down uh, Longhorn Network. You know, it's basically broke. That was the yeah, I can help you with that. Uh, as of uh, after, after June 30th, uh, that will go away, and Longhorn will be uh, folded into the SEC network. Okay. Well, it's still they're going to get a half year's advantage in – 
Yeah, no, I mean, I think I think there will still be some digital presence, but uh, what we know now is going to go away. Okay, good enough. I just want to know what it was. It's certainly uh, thank you, sir. Been a standalone for a long time. Jay is up next in Mobile. Hello, Jay. Hey, roll tide, Paul. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you, Paul. Oh. I want to give a piece of advice to Bash, if I could. Please do. He Bash. needs a friend desperately, because whoever he is relying on to help him with his calls, failing. Bash, Bash, listen here, young man. There's certain things in your life that you need to keep to yourself. You definitely don't announce it on public television. I mean, come on, man. Anyway, Paul, well, you, you know what gets Paul, me about Bash, uh, if I could help him here, is go ahead. Paul. I mean, have you ever known somebody in your life uh, where every time you see them, they have to like go through everything, every grievance? Oh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, Bash comes in here, and he's he's got like a he's got like his sheet of let's go over what happened. Yeah, I mean, Bash, today is a new day. Nobody is worried about yesterday. That's right. That's he need, you know what he needs today. to do? And I don't know if he's going to have it this summer or not, but uh, I keep trying to talk Jim from Tuscaloosa into having a Feinbaum caller fantasy camp, kind of like Nick Saban would have his kids camp. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, Jim could make a lot of money because, I mean, he is, after all, the de facto uh, goat of all time. <laughs> well, hey, Paul, on, on this Harbaugh situation, do you think since Harbaugh left, they, they're just going to get a slap on the wrist, or you think they're looking at serious allegations? I think they're looking at a uh, a noodle on the wrist. Really? Mm -hmm. All right, Paul. Have a good day. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Thank Roll you, Jay. Stacy is up next. Paul, what's up, baby? How you doing? Stacy, how you doing? Uh, say, by the way, Stacy was in charge of keeping Caleb Downs at Alabama. Well, hey, there's a song at that party say, if you want to leave, baby, go ahead and leave. I ain't going to say the rest of it. But anyway, Paul, what I was calling you about, I'm, this, it's opening season right now. I'm not going to call no names, but it's opening season right now. If you would like to be a member of the Alabama Crimson Tide fan base, then you know what you know what you need to do. I ain't gonna call no names now. I wanted to put that out there, but I do want to ask you a couple of questions, Paul. What you think about the game last night between the Tide and, and the Tigers, the Baby Tigers? I was uh, impressed by Alabama because I kept being told by the experts that Auburn was going to go in there and win. So when it comes down to rankings, now I do not know this, and maybe you can enlighten me on this. Now when it comes to rankings, Auburn was number eight. So how does that work? Are they going to change? Does it take a couple of weeks? Well, you have to remember to uh, that that's based on the entire season. That's not based on Wednesday night in Tuscaloosa. Okay, okay, got got. I mean, listen, got Auburn went in there and played a great game. Uh, they, they lost, but I I don't I think there's still a legitimate NCAA team. I mean, Alabama is too. Alabama's not quite where they were a year ago. They lost uh, many close games. But the one thing I'm, I'm impressed with with Alabama, they played a brutal schedule early in the year. Creighton, uh, yeah. all those other teams. Uh, and, 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 when, when, and now those games are paying off. Right, right, right. 
Well, the last thing I want to ask you, Paul, is this. Now, <clears throat> when it comes down to players uh, flip-flopping and going into the portal, before all of this came about, if I'm not mistaken, coaches were doing the same thing. Am I right? Well, coaches have always done that. The so difference is coaches have – the only difference is coaches, when they leave, they usually – like like to get – DeBoer, it cost Alabama $12 million. It would have cost $20 million or more or maybe more to get Dan Lanning. So, I mean, there, there, there's a there are clauses in coaches' contracts. But other than that, they're free to go. They, they don't have any restriction in now, terms of the NCAA. Now, Kalen DeBoer, I'm giving him a chance, like I said before. Mm -hmm. He stood in front of his team in Washington before he left and said, I hope y'all win the national championship. That's what we were set out to do. And I hope y'all win it. I hope you win it. Now, how much truth is that, Paul? Because if he play Washington next year in the college football playoff, then well, what do you think about that? I, I'll give him credit, though. Uh, most coaches always get criticized when they don't say goodbye to the team. He did that, and he, you know, he said what you're supposed to say. But, you know, by the way, he wasn't under oath, okay? Um, that was his team until he got on the plane, and – uh, I'm sure he's pulling for them, and and, and by the way, uh, Washington will be a good team. Uh, but no, I think he'd probably be pulling for Alabama next year if they play Washington. Well, let me get a roll tie roll, Paul. Well, Stacy, that was a wonderful call brought to you by the Yay Alabama Collective. Let's uh, talk to Steve next. Hello, Steve. Hey, Paul. How, uh, everything's going good today on the show. Um, wonderful. My question to you, uh, a guy earlier just kind of, I guess, almost asked the same thing on the uh, Nick Dunlight uh, win that he had. With it, even though he's a golf uh, player, or was now at Alabama, how how come he didn't get the money with NIL being out there? Well, but by the way, it, it really has nothing to do with uh, college. Uh, when, when, you, when, you, when you enter a PGA tournament event, you have to declare yourself beforehand. And he declared himself on the application. I think he was invited. I'm not really sure how he got in. But uh, he, he, he entered the tournament as an amateur. And you can't change your mind. It's only happened, a hand, it's happened about three or four other times. Uh, well, and it's just a, it's more of a PGA policy uh, than it is. Uh, he wanted to he wanted to he, he wanted to retain his his eligibility at Alabama. What if he had shot 85 in the first round and missed the cut? Uh, he wasn't going to there. He, right, he didn't. Right. By the no, way, totally he didn't know he was going to win. That, but I'm just I'm just I totally understand that. And even though he entered as a amateur, that's right. fine, too. It should be fine. Um, you know, I mean, Crazy Phil did it, was the last one to do it. But my, I guess my argument is, you know, that's money that he could have won and should have won because of NIL. Well, but, but, but what you're, what you're, my point now, being, right? again, it's really not an NCAA issue. It's a PGA Tour okay. issue. If he had declared uh, before the tournament that he's giving up his amateur status, he could have gotten the million and a half. But he was never going to do that because the odds of him right. winning that tournament were astronomically uh, weighted against him. Hey, thanks for the call. I'm glad he won, but I, and, and I, I don't I, I don't want to make light of what he didn't win, but I bet he's already made that money back up by uh, s signing endorsement deals. 
We'll take a break. More to come right after this. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. And we are back. Uh, great to have all of you with us here on a overcast, rainy, ugly, late winter day. But a happy day if you're uh, not a Jim Harbaugh fan. Uh, What's that? He's here? Jim Jim is here? Jim Harbaugh or, or Jim from Tuscaloosa? Hey, no, no, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. I'm here. Well, good afternoon, Jim. Well, I'm I'm I gotta I gotta respond to you, Paul. I, okay. I, I, it's funny. I was talking to Jeff about an hour ago. No, not that many, not that long ago. And I said, you know, it's funny, I was thinking about this about this fantasy football it's not fantasy, but reality football caller or I mean, sports show. Talk show caller camp that he wants me to do. Been asking me for about 10, 12 years. Yeah, I have. I said, let me tell you what's funny about it. I said, Jeff, here's the deal. I said, you know, Feinbaum announced about an hour ago when he was talking about Saban. He said, you know, Saban probably and more likely, no, he was sick of the NIL or whatever you call it. He said he was probably headed to, uh, before he even played in the Rose Bowl, probably headed out there. He had mothers in his face that saying, "What are you gonna give my boy? Why? Why? He needs a million." And blah, blah. and Saban finally probably said, "You know what? I got me a house down yonder. I can have parties with the boys. I can have a good time, relax. Terry uh, can have a good time. We can relax. And what in the why would I want to mess with this crap anymore?" Well, Paul, you were funny. That's exactly what I feel about the collar camp. Why would I want to mess with a moron like Bash? You can't, you know what I'm saying? You can't teach, uh, you can't make chicken salad out of chicken ass. And right. it ain't salad I'm talking about. You know what, you yeah. know what I'm well, saying. Well, but Jim, see, you're, I mean, again, you're right. I mean, this is my instigation, but I just think if you would, everyone wants to help and young people. Argument, Paul, I, I, I'm be honest with you. I wouldn't take 12 million. <laughs> that Saban made to, to, to mess with people like these guys. These are these are. So, so Jim, I mean, we're talking idiots. about Bash. We're talking about. Uh, yeah, I know. You talking about Bash is he's, he's probably better than the rest of them. You got no calls in. You got to you got to put an ad in the paper. Either hire your Paul Bears for your funeral whenever that comes up, or more importantly, probably hire some more 
Callers like me. By the way, did, did they? Uh, did Randy call you? I, I, I was. I am choosing my pallbearer. Yeah, he. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't have time for him. <laughs> I wanted you to be the lead. Uh, I wanted you to give the eulogy and be a pallbearer. Any chance? I guess you're not going to do it. No, I'd be a pallbearer. Okay. Okay. No, I do owe you something. You, you, you yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I mean, I, you would probably show up just to make sure it's it, it, it's real. No, no, no. I wouldn't be happy about it. I wouldn't be okay. happy about okay. it. Okay. Well, anyway, but back anyway, to the fantasy uh, camp. Uh, I'm thinking, uh, who would be the best candidates for for Jim's fa- first fantasy camp? We got Bash, uh, AJ. Oh the, the, the whole show. The whole <laughs> well, you're right. We'll just put the whole show Everybody on a truck. You, even the guy from Montgomery uh, needs some help now. He's always he talking about me yesterday. He does. You're right. I mean, he's really gone off the deep end. Yeah, I mean, you know what's guy. sad that uh, there was a time when we didn't need a. Jim from Tuscaloosa Fantasy Camp. No, that's right. You didn't about 10, 12 years ago, especially when you had Shane, me, uh, on and on. We had you, we had Bobby from from Homewood. Remember him? Oh, Bobby from Homewood was that. Bobby from Homewood, he's one of the most interesting callers I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, great. You had Shane, of course. Oh, yeah, of course. Jim from Crestwood. Charles from Realtown. <laughs> no, well, now, you know what? I didn't like Jim from Crestwood because he was tough. He was jealous of me. He was always trash. He was. Me. He was when jealous of you. But let me tell you, I liked his calls because he could handle you, Paul. He could flat out handle you. It was funny. He had funny, good calls. He was. I mean, he, and, he, you know, now was, Jim. I mean, I remember Rush Limbaugh. He used to say that he uh, he had. He was. He had one hand tied behind his back to make it fair. He could out talk him all with one hand. Yeah, I mean, I, but I mean, I, I want to be challenged here. I mean, I do, but well, you can't. You can't get no challenge out of these. I mean, when I see Bash, when when it's a, when it's matching which with Bash, I mean, it's like uh, like arguing arguing with a newborn. No, it's it's worse than that. It's just okay. pathetic. It's really pathetic. Well, I'm telling you, if you you need to do what you did, told me did, you did about ten years ago when I told you you ought to listen to your own show and, up, and be in your car. You need to get in your car and listen to your show, and and then you. Oh, say, Jim, Jim, there's no, there, Jim, you and me talking here. There's no chance I'd ever listen to this show. I would be, it would be horrifying <laughs> to me. I mean, I couldn't do it. Well, I will tell you something, Paul. Great call, Paul. Great call. Great call. You're right. Well, thank you, Jim. I don't want to ruin a good call. That's right. Don't do it. I see. Okay. I mean, I don't know about you. I mean, I know I'm. This is going to sound crazy, but don't you, don't you, Randy, yearn from those good old days when we were back on an AM signal, um, and everything was great. The calls were the calls were unbelievable. Um, we didn't have any of the things that we have now. Good old days. Whatever happened to them? Man. Yeah, I started doing went here's what happened. Mm-hmm. We went to work for ESPN. Yep. And ESPN, ESPN I used to a great show. That's right. They they always do that. Yeah. I should have stayed where I was, where Jim called in fifteen times an hour. Let's uh <laughs> Reese is up next in uh, Alabama. Hello, Reese. Hey Paul, uh a year ago today, I gave you a call asking about Auburn's win total. I claimed nine wins. We were not anywhere near that, but we were a few plays from getting there. Um, I'm also going to be a lot more mellow than your uh, buddy Jim from Tuscaloosa, but I just want to get a rundown from you. 
what do you realistically expect from you in year two? Because I'm thinking nine nine wins. He's got that in him. But let's hear it from you, Paul. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I need to study the schedule a little bit more than I have uh, to this moment. But uh, I think the first part of the schedule is pretty manageable, if I remember it correctly. And we're, we're going to put it up on the screen and look at it uh, together. Uh, nothing in the first four games Alabama, uh, Auburn can't handle. Oklahoma at home, that's an opportunity to win. I mean, I think, I think Auburn very well could be three, three. Uh, they could be six. They could be five and one heading into the open date. Uh, let's see, two, three. I, 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 don't, I don't see any more than eight wins right now. Not more than eight wins. No. Okay, okay. Well, on another note, what do you think? Do you think Peyton Thorne is the guy for the Tigers, or do you think you should head out to the portal this spring and find another guy? Uh, I would definitely go out and I would I would definitely look for another guy, and uh, wh whether he finds one or not, I, I don't know. But uh, I, I could. Uh, I think Thorne's serviceable. Serviceable. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all for me, Paul. But uh, War Eagle. Okay. Thank you, War Eagle. War Eagle. Whoa, Eagle. Chris is up next in Georgia. Hello, Chris. Hello, Paul. How are you? Big We're doing fan, great. Second time caller. Thank you. Paul, first of all, these iconic coaches leaving, Saban and then Harbaugh, what's really driving them out? I just want your response there. Well, I think those, the, those two are different. Uh, I mean, Saban left, I think, because he's, he's at an age where he had nothing more to prove. Harbaugh has something to prove, but it wasn't in college football. He didn't want to be a lifer. He, 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 don't, let's not forget Harbaugh was very successful in the NFL. When you get to a Super Bowl and you have a chance with two minutes to go in the Super Bowl to win, you never let that never leaves you. And he re, he rebuilt, he uh, resurrected his alma mater. I think he felt like there wasn't anything left to do because Michigan wins national championships about every 30 or 40 years. And uh, with with an offer to go to L.A. to play for to coach a franchise that he once played for with a uh, generational quarterback, I don't think he could turn that down. Yeah, a lot of young talent there. You know, Ohio State's got to be loving all of this. They see Nick Saban leave. They see Harbaugh leave. They go out and steal Caleb down, and they get other players. Not steal, but they do what they have to yeah, do. They, they, that's exactly they really what they did. Do. Sure they did. But, but they well, do what they, they have to do Yeah, I mean, steal would be a uh, – rob, rob might be a better word. <laughs> it might be. Well, they position themselves for, for good things, and they really have to be feeling very good about things after some, some bad years to get back on top because having Harbaugh leave and having not the threat, threat of Nick Saban. But I want to ask you about the Big Ten alignment, the new Big Ten with Oregon, Washington come in. What are your thoughts on the new alignments of these conferences, these super conferences? And then I'll let you go after that, Paul. Love you. Thank Nothing you, Chris. I think the Big Ten is going to be phenomenal. Uh, I really do. Uh, I mean, you're talking about adding Oregon and Washington, which one was a playoff team, one was a couple of plays away from being a playoff team. And then you bring in the, the California schools. UCLA is not great, but it's also not – I mean, you see UCLA on the schedule, and it means something. Uh, SC is the mystery. Uh, that was the big name when, when, they, when they joined two years ago, and now uh, I don't know what that program's all about, was doing. Uh, the SEC has two less teams, but I think the impact of Oklahoma and Texas is equal to those four. But uh, anybody who, who's 
who uh, chuckles about the Big Ten. Uh, I mean, there, there's a the middle and bottom of the Big Ten is, is horrible. Uh, I, I don't want to see a lot of those schools on my TV, but uh, the top five, six, Penn State included, it's, it's a big-time league. Thank you for the call. We head to the break. We are back with much more. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. And Renard is up next, uh, calling from Mississippi. Uh, how are you doing? I'm doing fine, uh, Paul. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you. And go ahead. No, I'm, I'm glad you called. Thank you. All right. I want to talk about the NFL. Uh, I think that uh, uh, Atlanta, the Atlanta Falcons, should uh, just get off their butt and pay Bill Pelichick to come to that team and turn this thing around. I'm tired of all these losing teams. Uh, you know, we got some good players, but uh, they need a coach that can motivate those guys. And uh, uh, get yeah, you know, uh, Renard, as, as you as we uh, as you as you called in, uh, the story just broke uh, that they have hired uh, the defensive coordinator of the Rams, Raheem Morris. So it looks like Bill Belichick has struck out uh, uh, just an oh, amazing, no. uh, just an unbelievable ending to his career as a coach, uh, the favorite to get the Falcons job. Uh, I don't, uh, are there any other openings left? Uh, uh, three went one, uh, Chargers last night, the Falcons, the, the Panthers. Um, I, mean, I, I don't think he's going, uh, unless, unless Kansas City, uh, unless Andy Reid decides to retire, and that, that may be his last shot. It's it, it pretty unbelievable that he could mm -hmm. not get a job. I mean, you're talking about the greatest coach in NFL history. Yeah, that, that, that kind of upsets me because I don't know. I know the Falcons were interviewing him. So yeah, they interviewed him twice. The word was that Arthur Blank yeah. wanted to hire him, but all the, uh, the goobers that worked for him uh, did not want Belichick around because he would probably wipe out the whole uh, – Player personnel staff. That's probably what they need. Well, that's yeah. I mean, again, uh, I mean, the Panthers hired uh, the offensive coordinator from the Bucks. This uh, the defense. I mean, the NFL is now very much a uh, a coordinator's league. You don't see head coaches being hired much anymore. Yeah. yeah well, that's a shame. And, and by the way, Renard, there's also a reason why. I, I'll say this about Bill Belichick. Everybody talks about uh, Saban going into TV. Bill Belichick is going to be uh, an unbelievable television analyst if he decides to do it. Uh, he's probably funnier than Saban. Uh, he's got a dry sense of humor that, that uh, I've seen a couple of times. And uh, I think that's where he's going to end up. But uh, I think the Falcons blew it by not. Uh, I agree with you on that. Thank you for the call. Jaden is up next in Tennessee. Hello, Jaden. Hey, Paul. Good afternoon. I was calling to talk about the uh, Tennessee's new recruit, uh, the quarterback for 2025. How do you think he'll help that recruiting class and bring in some uh, good five stars into the team? Yeah, I think Tennessee's in, in great position uh, at that with the recruit. And, of course, Nico uh, will be the starter. And, and I, th I frankly think uh, yeah. that is a 
once again a strong position for Tennessee after last year when Joe Milton clearly underperformed. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, I think that uh, if George redshirts, then he'll have a he'll have a few good years to play. And you never know if Nico Nico has a injury that maybe uh, will allow George. No, no I, I agree. And they they also uh, didn't they get a commitment from uh, George McIntyre. They did. That, that's that's what I'm speaking. Yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. That's why I did. Uh, yeah, George. Ma- uh, I was in. Uh, I was out with a group of people in Nashville at the beginning of the season. One of the people I was with had just taken Heupel. We were there for the Tennessee-Virginia game. He had just taken Heisel. I think it's, I think it's Brentwood out to see George McIntyre, uh, who's this, yep. the son or grandson of the famous coach. And uh, he is a, he's, a big, he's a big stud. Uh, you're, you're right about that. We'll be back. Oh, yeah. Thank you for listening to the best of the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. Watch the Paul Feinbaum Show weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on the SEC Network. Plus, you can listen and watch on the ESPN app.